What's up, people? It's your boy, Ruby Rube, at the Gathering Strength Podcast. Another episode with me, as always, is DJ Khalid. Hit me with another one. I'm going to be jumping right into the word of the day because time is money. Money is time. You got things to do. I got things to do. People and places. I got babies to shake and hands to kiss. And man, I got to get on with this thing. So first things first, once again, the word of the day. What is the word of the day? Well, I'm glad you asked. The word of the day is vicissitude. Uh Uh-oh. That one's that one seems confusing. What the hell is a vicissitude? Why would you need to know that? Why would you want that in your vocabulary? You're never going to say that word. Well, you're definitely never going to say it if you don't know what it means. And once again, you, you might you might find yourself in a rap battle with Eminem and you're going to need to know all the words that you can in order to defeat him and turn that crowd which was initially against you and now you hit him with Something that rhymes with vicissitude? And you used it? How the word's supposed to be used? Oh man, I'm gonna be cheering your name if you can rhyme something with vicissitude. Now, what is the definition of vicissitude? It is a noun, a change of circumstances or fortune, typically one that is unwelcome or unpleasant. Now, vicissitude in life You're going to be going through all types of vicissitudes in life. You're going to be having the highs, the lows, and the only thing that is certain in life is change. The vicissitudes. Oh yeah, you're going to have to be able to deal with the lows as well as you deal with the highs. Because we don't want to let the highs go to our heads. We don't want to be feeding into our ego that manipulates and creates a delusion of our grandeur. No, no, we want to be able to ride the highs as well as the vicissitudes lead us into the into the lows. All right, hey, well that did it for a vicissitude. Go ahead and put that arrow in your quiver and get ready to launch that at the next person who tries to insult your intelligence. Hey, because you're going to be able to ride that vicissitude like a knight in shining armor. On to the next. So, what is today's subject? A.K.A. the meat and potatoes. Oh yeah, you've turned into this episode because you want to be satiated. You have a hunger for knowledge. And don't worry. Don't worry, baby bird. I'm going to feed you. You're going to get your meat and potatoes. You're going to walk away with a full belly And your brain is going to be bloated with all types of new insight. Oh yeah, your boy Ruby Rube is going to empower you and feed your curiosity thoroughly. So I hope you wore your stretchy pants, because we going to learn today. Now, what I am going to be talking about is, hey, your boy Ruby Rube, I finished another book. Booyah. I discovered... An author named Robin Sharma. Man, turns out this guy, this guy writes fire. Poetic, eloquent, clear, concise. I love a well-constructed sentence. That is another sign that you're getting older. When you read a paragraph 
And this one sentence just stands out and you're like, ooh, that's nice. (laughs) Wow. Uh, To be able to paint a picture with words, I love that. Hey, and you know what? That is my attempt with creating a podcast. I am going to be using these words that are equivalent to colors. And with my mouth and my tongue, I'm going to be painting all types of interesting abstract concepts in which I hope to apply and tickle you in all types of ways. So the book is called The 5 AM Club. Own your morning, elevate your life. I can dig it. I can get down with that. Some of my best work is done in which I call my hour of power. My hours of power, plural. Because when I wake up at the buck crack of dawn, I can get in multiple hours. And if I'm lucky and, and, and I just get one hour, hey, well, I'm thankful, I'm blessed, and I'm going to invest that hour. But as of lately, your boy Ruby Rube has been kind of on a tear. I've been, I've been kicking some A-double-S. On top of finishing this book, another milestone that I hit today, gonna be flexing on y'all. A humble flex because you know what? There's people who do more, who do less, but this is just what your boy Ruby Rube is out here doing. I hit my 101st mile of running for the month of April, and I just happened to finish this book at the same time. And because I wake up early and I have this time, these hours to put into my physical health and my personal growth, I'm able to knock out books and miles. So add a boy, Ruby Rube. Now, one of these quotes, it's not in this book, but uh, one of these quotes that really resonate with me is, it is a biblical scripture, and it talks about how there's nothing new under the sun. The eye has seen it all, the ear has heard it all, and the mouth has said it all. But it is because the daily stresses of life can make us forget or because we're stubborn and hard-headed, we didn't hear it completely the first time. And all of these these values and virtues and these higher-level thoughts, they all need to be said again over and over, repeated until eternity, because we're never done growing. It is easy to lose sight and focus of our greatness. And Robin Sharma, the author of this book, he wants you he wants to remind you of the internal greatness that resides in everybody you do not need to be a professional athlete a high power banker a freaking rock star anything you can be a a titleless leader who is just showing up who is continuing to grow who is learning from their mistakes who is creating their own version of whatever masterpiece that they are creating, those are the people who deserve to be celebrated. Those are the people who are the ones out pushing humanity in the right direction. So bravo to all those people out there who are pushing and pulling and learning and applying and growing and thriving and ultimately gaining. That's right. Once again, your boy Ruby Rube, want you to be jacked. I want you to have that buff body, buff mind, buff spirit, and buff heart. And the world's tough, 
Oh yeah, the world's tough and heavy, and we're going to need to be jacked to be doing all these lists. So without further ado, let's crack open this book, and I want to hip y'all to some game that is inside this book, because it is fire. It is equivalent. Imagine you're at a, a, um, a campsite. You throw in some logs. Fire's going, it's burning, and then as time goes on down, as time goes on, that fire starts to diminish, and it will completely go out until more logs are thrown into the fire. That is what reading does for me. That is what learning does for me. That is, you know, not for me. That is what learning does for everybody. That is what knowledge does for everybody. You add fuel to your fire. Now, some people which I've heard them express before, is like, hey, you shouldn't need to be reading all, all stuff like that. You shouldn't need to be uh, learning that. You, you, what do I need to learn that stuff for? Yada, yada. You know, people think that reading stuff like this can be like a sign of weakness to where, hey, you should be able to rely on everything that you know. And I'm like, man, that is one, that's not how nature works. Fuel needs to be constantly fed into your fire. Your thoughts need to be constantly replenished with higher ones or, once again, reaffirmed because the daily stresses and the interaction with all these daily idiots, hey, they can, they can take away some of our energy because we are human. We do have a propensity to dwell on the negative things that we see and hear and essentially we just need to keep sharpening ourselves honing it down and sanding out the rough edges with the books such as this which can help calibrate our internal compass because like I said these idiots these people out here they will rob steal um, and do all sorts of things that can throw us off. So let's get into the book. So I went throughout this book with a highlighter and, and some pens, and I, and I was making some notes because ultimately my library, that's something that I want to leave. I want to bequeath that onto my son and my daughter so that when it is their time to gain some of this knowledge, Hey, Daddy-O already went through the nuggets with the highlighter. And they'll be able to, hey, flip through these books and stoke that fire, stoke that flame. And hopefully I can save them some time. And the things that that called out to me in this book, hey, we're able to, to connect on that wavelength. Because I'm not always going to be there. But, hey, this book, this book has potential to to last. So let's go. Let's dive into it. Robin Sharma, The 5 AM Club. And you know what? Hey, if you hear some banging in the background, don't mind that. It's a little bit windy outside. We're going to push through this vistitude of life. Hey, there we go. If you would have paid attention to the word of the day, you would know that these bangs that the wind is contributing to this podcast, that's a little vicissitude that we're just going to push on through and ignore. All right. From the book, 
Life's too short to play small with your talents. You were born into the opportunity as well as the responsibility to become legendary. Now, the definition of legendary is to be remarkable enough to be famous, very well known. And you know what? You don't need to be an A-list a, a celebrity to be legendary. You can be a legend, a legend in your community, someone who people know that they can count on. You can be a, leg, uh, a legend in your, in your child's school. Where all the kids, you know, look forward to speaking with you, engaging with you. You can be that type of legend. You don't need to be, like I said, um, a, a, a damn celebrity or a rock star or anything else that society says is legendary. You can be a legendary person in your own community. And once again, that quote, life is too short to play small with your talents. Hey, your, your boy Ruby Rube agrees with that. Life, it is short. You are going to die. You're not going to be here forever. And you have these talents. These talents that only you possess. We don't need another Picasso. We don't need another Chris Angel. We don't need another freaking Isaac Newton. We need you to do your best to realize your talents. And the book says you were born into the opportunity. Man, once again... You were born into opportunity, as well as the responsibility. So the book and your boy Ruby Rube are letting you know just because, just in case you forgot. And like I said, these idiots out here doing all types of idiotic things, making us feel diminished, trying to take away our power. Mm-mm-mm. We need to read stuff like this because. When we have these thoughts, these higher thoughts in our minds, it reminds us, hey, I, I have the opportunity. And it is my responsibility to become legendary. The book goes on to say that the great men, uh, women and men of the world were all givers, not takers. That's something that, I, that resonates with me. And there was another quote that I heard somewhere. I don't know exactly where, but it, it definitely changed the way that I use my social media. Um, prior to me learning this quote that um, to be a creator and not a consumer was I was just consuming content online and I was just watching YouTube and I was just watching um, social media and I was just listening to podcasts. And then I heard, heard that quote. Hey, be a, be a creator and consume less. And then to see this quote in the book, the great women and men of the world are givers, not takers. Essentially, when you are just consuming, 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 and not creating, you are taking. You're taking, you're hoarding. And to reflect on that statement that I just said a while ago, you were born into the opportunity as well as the responsibility to become legendary. So, once again, the great men and women of the past, they were all givers, not takers. So, it is our responsibility to use these talents to become legendary. Amen to that. Limitation is nothing more than a mentality that too many good people practice daily until they believe it is reality. 
Amen to that. How many people think that they can't do it? And Henry Ford, he said, whether you believe you can or cannot do something, you are right. I love that quote. The book goes on to write, you need to remember that your excuses are seducers, your fears are liars, and your doubts are thieves. Man, that is fine. I love reading stuff like that because it, it calls to me and it whenever I start to doubt myself, I'm like, man, quit being a little biatch. Just go and do it. <laughs> quit talking about it. Just go do it. And I, I, fire, I hype myself up because I'm like, I'll think to myself, did all of your ancestors pass on their best DNA? Were all those wars fought? Were all of your ancestors, the best of them, did they all fight and push and pull to give you everything that you have today, right now, to cower and act like a little biatch? No. So let's go. Let's fire it up. Let's look at ourselves in the mirror. Like I said, we might be the size of a little of a little cat. But when we look back in that mirror, you better see a lion. And if you don't see a lion, hey, you have some work to do. I know you have had some difficult times in your life. We all have. I get that you might be feeling things haven't turned out the way you thought they would when you were a little kid, full of fire, desire, and wonder. You didn't plan on each day looking the same, did you? In a job that might be smothering your soul? Dealing with stressful worries and endless responsibilities that stifle your originality and steal your energy? Lusting after unimportant pursuits and hungry for the instant fulfillment of trivial desires? often driven by a technology that enslaves us instead of liberating us, living the same week a few thousand times and calling it a life. I need to tell you that too many among us die at 30 and are buried at 80. Yep, life is tough. This is your boy Ruby Rube once again. Life is tough. Life is going to be hard. There's going to be some people who are taken from us. And we have options when we are hit with those adversities. We can numb ourselves, which a lot of people do. They they justify how hard life is. Yes, life can be freaking tough. You know, I'm fortunate. I don't have a child who I lost to cancer or a brain tumor or any of those things. I've never been a slave. I've never been oppressed by a tyrannical government I've never been beat up for the color of my skin any of these things all those horrible things that have happened to people out there they happen life is not always uh, peachy keen it's not always rainbows and butterflies but you can learn about the people who have experienced the mighty uppercuts and haymakers that life has thrown at them they get knocked down sure but they always get back up. And the, the strongest, best, most evolved men and women of the, of the past and present, they all rise up to greater heights because of it. For whatever reason, there's always a choice. And rather than numbing yourself and living in the past and holding on to those hurts, 
man, the 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 better of us, the better, more well equipped and adapted people, they thrive. They thrive. So it doesn't matter that someone has died in your life. Guess what? You're not the first person to have dealt. Who, um, you're not the first person who has dealt with a death of a parent, a spouse, whoever, name it, your hamster. You're going to have to learn to grieve in a healthy way and then move forward. Move forward. I always end my podcast with an onward because it's always onward. One of the um, sentences in that last excerpt was, I need to tell you that too many among us die at 30 and are buried at 80. Yep, I've had conversation with those men where they say, hey, I've given up. I've given up on trying. I've given up on this. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to tell someone to do something that they don't want to. You know, sometimes it's better to let people figure things out on their own. But I'm going to assume because you're tuning into this podcast, you want, you want someone to tell you, hey, don't give up. Don't ever give up on your fitness, on your mental well-being, on your finances. Keep doing the right thing. The book continues and he writes, Nothing is wrong at this moment, even if it feels like everything's falling apart. If you sense your life's a mess right now, this is simply because your fears are just a little stronger than your faith. The truth is that every challenging event you have experienced, each toxic person you have encountered, and all the trials you've endured have been perfect preparation to make you into the person you are right now. You needed those lessons to activate the treasures, talents, and powers that you are now awakening within you. Nothing was an accident. Zero was a waste. You're definitely exactly where you need to be to begin the life of your most supreme desires. And I'm going to end this podcast with the last sentence where it says, You are definitely exactly where you need to be to begin the life of your most supreme desires. And this is your boy Ruby Rube wanting to implore upon you for you to realize that you have everything you need. You are equipped with everything. You don't need anything more than what you have right now to set yourself up to become a little bit stronger so you can gain a little bit more confidence so that when you wake up and rise tomorrow, you're just a little bit stronger. And then the process needs to repeat itself day in and day out until you're looking back at yourself in the mirror and you are seeing that mighty lion roaring back at yourself. So start where you where you are at with what you have and keep going until next time it is onward always onward